Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Hallelujah. But the Bible says in um, Psalm 119 verse 130, the Bible says that the entrance of the word of God, it gives light. Hallelujah. Today I believe that light is coming our way. Hallelujah. And light is coming which will help us to overcome every difficult situation, every obstacle we are facing because of the word of God which is coming your way. So I want you to open your heart as we are about to listen to the word of the prophet God has given to us. I want you to put your hands together. Let's welcome our pastor. Put your hands together for ES Joy. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. we are grateful. Thank you for another day to meet in your midst. We pray that your word will bring light into our spirits, into our souls. And we pray that Lord, we'll be better off because we came. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say Amen. I want you to find your Bible. Don't sit down yet. Find your Bible. Let's take our confession that we are making. I tell you, I see some people changing already. Lift up your Bible. You say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. I will never be the same. So help me God. Amen. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Well, I had to laugh last night. Ah. <laughs> I'm coming. I threw a challenge to the beautiful feet from the present service. Uh-huh. You see, some of us, we don't have any other place to go for entertainment. This is, church is everything. It's where we are sober. If I'm crying, I'll come to church. If I'm laughing, I'll come to church. Are you there? Uh-huh. So those of us who like dancing. Before I was aware, the people, they didn't even come from the competition. As they saw these people at the rehearsal, then they sent a text. We are. <laughs> but 
you know, I want to read a scripture for you because some of you, when you see the dancing and the laughing, maybe you're from a background that taught you that, look, when you come to God, we're only serious. God is many things, okay? And he has made provision for us. So let me just settle it for you with a scripture. Is it all right? Oh, is it okay? This scripture, you have not seen it before, but because it's in the book of Zechariah, you don't even know where it is. But in Zechariah chapter 8, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, There shall yet old men and old women dwell in the streets of Jerusalem, and every man with a staff in his hand for very age. In other words, people will grow old. He was talking about a good time that is coming. Are you here? So far, we are not in good times. People are dying young. But he's saying that a time will come, they will die. I mean, like they will live until you see the old men and the old women. Are you there? And the streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in the streets thereof. That said the Lord of hosts, if it be marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of these people in these days, should it not be marvelous in mine eyes? Said the Lord. What a word. If it is, you see, the, a righteous person, when you are doing your something, it makes you laugh. And God is saying that if it's nice to you, it's nice to me. Yeah, if it's nice to you, it's nice to me. Many of us who are parents, should I beat somebody? Many of us who are parents, we understand that one. There are some things we don't know. Then because our children know it, it's nice to us. Like when we do rap music, please, I couldn't even hear the words. <laughs> I grew to enjoy it because the children were enjoying it. Ah, what are they saying? So that's when I tried to solve it. Okay, put the words so that I can see. When I could see the words, I began to enjoy what they are enjoying. But I didn't know it. Amen. So just to help you a little bit, because sometimes when you've been taught one thing and then you are exposed to another thing, you struggle with it. And you are like, hmm. Hmm. Amen. So that's one. Secondly, the Bible says that we should clap our hands and we should dance as part of our praise and our worship to God. And so these are things that we do. Amen. Is that okay? And we are still a work in progress. So God bless you. The children make us laugh and make us smile. And I, amen. If you are my age, you don't even need to get to my age. If you are over the age of 22, you can't do what they are doing. Mm. In fact, Gideon had to bring the young ones for it to fire him enough so that he can do. If you like our corpus, I mean, he used to do dancing, you know. <laughs> so was a dancing star here. Pastor Danny, how old are you now? He's 28 now. If I call him here, no, you see that fire quench onto me. He not defeat. No defeat. Amen. So we enjoy it in somebody else. Amen powerful okay we're going to be sharing the word of god but before i do that i want to just give you an uh, announcement because i think it will help you amen we are going to do some small spiritual exercises today uh, this week i beg your pardon ask your neighbor do you like spiritual things amen this week from wednesday which is the 17th to Friday, which is the 19th, we're just going to do some light fasting. Light fasting. Yeah. Light fasting. Okay, from Wednesday to Friday, Town Church, you like dodging. You like dodging. Tell your neighbor, I've seen you. 
That's why nowadays when we meet for such things, I let them count town church separate from presence, yes, from campus. But it will do us good. Amen? What do we have? Who are we if we don't pray? And many of you, you are struggling. Are you there? And you can't pray because, you see, when you are working, it's not a joke. You have to get to the office by what time? Eight. What time ah, did you wake up? How much prayer ah, can you do? And most of us not saying that, Charlie, I, I need to pray about this. And you see that the time is gone. And it's the same for those in school. So we need a little more prayer time. Amen. So fast, I'm not, as you can see, I'm not dwelling on the fast. There are times when I'll come and say, we are doing a wild fast. This one, we are just preparing ourselves. It's a spiritual exercise. Just prepare yourself. Fast as much as you can fast. We are trying 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., which you should be able to do. But if it's your first time, just do 6 to 12. Decide, I've missed breakfast. Amen? So Wednesday, do 6 to 12. Thursday, do 6 to 1. Friday do, six, um, Friday, do six to two. If you are over the age of 50 like me, do a light fast. Midday, I drink tea. I've confessed this. When you come and see me drinking my tea, don't go and say, Lila, they sent us as to fasting. So that, no, I have just reached a place in my life where it, it doesn't work anymore. If I do the six to six like that, I realize I can't pray. I'm just, have you seen vegetables? So if, if the cup of tea will help me to pray, allow me to drink it. Is it okay? That's why I will not hide the cup when you come. But it doesn't also mean that I'm drinking tea. From... No, just as a help. Amen. So do what you must, but let us fast. And it's the same for the young people. Amen. Okay. Friday the 19th. When you close... So you will hear from your leaders about how we'll do the prayer at 6. But on Friday, because center service will come on on Thursday, everything. Friday, when you close, break your, pray, break your fast. Go and sleep, rest. 10 p.m. we're coming here for an all night. Amen. But this particular all night, we have a visiting minister. He is in the person of Bishop Francis Sapong from CCBC UK, a prayer warrior who champions the prayer of God, who leads us to bring down walls, who leads us to break down barriers, who will chase all the evil spirits in your family away. It's too powerful. So let us be here. Is it a good plan? Yeah, so we'll be here for a powerful prayer time and it takes off. <laughs> It takes off on Friday. Amen. So, in fact, Wednesday and Thursday is kind of like a sort of preparation B for it. Uh -huh. So that we are not coming from some wild something, 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 something. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. Ask your neighbor, will you do some? And let me tell you something. If at the end of it all, your flesh beats you because you have not trained it. And so you didn't fast. Don't let it keep you away from Friday. Whatever you do. Are you there? Uh -huh. Fast, oh, do it. But if you don't do it, nothing should keep you away from Friday. It's because of you that we are having it. Amen. I believe that's why God brought the idea. All right. Is it a good idea? Then put your hands together one more time. Amen and amen. All right. 
We've been talking about seven great principles for a great change. I'm surprised that there are no great change testimonies in the town church. In other words, what you are saying is that how you were before you gave your life to Christ, that's how you are. Nothing has changed. And so since you didn't, you said nothing has changed, listen well so that you'll be changing. Ah, but it's true. Did you bring anybody, any testimony? Hmm. Anybody? Hmm. <laughs> Some of you, the great change is that you are in church. Yeah. Because the way you were, your back leg crowd doesn't pass, even not in the, inside the church, the gates. If the church is here, you pass the other way. But by the grace of God, you are not just passing, you are inside. So let us have those testimonies. Amen. Turn your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians 5.17. And if you have your hard Bible, actually practice. Open it. 2 Corinthians 5.17. You'll be surprised that you have forgotten what book comes before Corinthians. <laughs> no, it's true. For lack of practice, we have been doing this phone one. What do you call it? When you tap, tap, you know, tap. Then tap, tap, tap. <laughs> we have been tapping, so we have forgotten what is in front of 1 Corinthians. And it says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You gave your life to Christ, and they shared the scripture with you. And they told you that you are now a new person. You, you came to receive Christ because you said, No, I need God. I need God. In fact, sinful people receive God much more than correct people. Yeah. Phlegmatics is very hard for them to receive Christ. They don't bore. They don't argue with anybody. They don't throw stones. They don't insult anybody. But Charlie, when you go and ask the choleric, he has screamed, he has shouted, he has misbehaved. Hey! The sanguine has gone sleeping with somebody in the street. Anyway. <laughs> so you have given your life to Christ. Then you are taught the scripture. And the scripture says that if you are in Christ, you are new. So you wake up in the morning expecting that since you gave your life to Christ last night, you are going to the bad things you are going to do, you have stopped. We have even taught you the song and you heard them singing. The things I used to do, I do them no more. So you are convinced that, look, those bad things that I used to do, by now I have stopped. Are you here? But by the afternoon of that day, mm, by the afternoon, how many of you know what I'm talking about? What you said you have stopped. You are, I mean, you are surprised. It hasn't gone anywhere. You were walking to work, some young girl was walking in front of you and things were going, then you started to say, to whom, to, to whom, for, to whom does it been? You were looking with your eyes. Hey! Am I talking to somebody in the church? You are so disappointed in yourself. And it is at that point that the devil comes and tells you that you see, that born again that you did, it was nothing. It was nothing. I need to say to you that it was something. But there is a reason why you didn't experience the change you expected to receive. And we see in the Bible that people changed. 
Paul, Saul, he changed that. His name was changed to Paul. Somebody who used to kill people because they believed in Christ. He not only came to believe, but he was now even wilder than the people who he had been killing. A great change had really happened. You Have you murdered anybody? Paul, he had killed them. Murdered them. Now he was not murdering. It would have been enough to say he had stopped murdering, but he didn't just stop murdering. He was now championing what they were doing. He was now champion. He was now preaching gospel more than anybody. How come? How come? Please, my three people should come. We are preaching today too. Yeah, we are preaching today too. Powerful. Okay, you are number two. Who was the spirit before you? Uh-huh, it was Ohima. Okay, powerful. Take us to the scripture, 1 Thessalonians 5.23. Please, you must know this scripture because this is the only verse in the Bible. Most verses in the Bible, you can find another verse saying the same thing. But this is the only verse in the Bible that talks about this particular thing that shows us we are three in one so clearly. Are you there? All the other scriptures will use, as for body is body, but they can use spirit and soul interchangeably. But in the scripture, it separates them. I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved being blameless. So it shows us that just as we have God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, three distinct personalities that are one, so also you as you are sitting calmly in your chair, you are three but you are one. We are seeing your physical body. But one day we'll be somewhere and we will hear that your time is up. You're an old lady and you have died. Or an old man and you have died. And your body will be lying there. So what has happened? Something has left. That's something that has left. That's your spirit. Are you there? It is as much you as your body. Please, you are one. So please, you have to be close together, small. You see, we are not three, we are one. I'm just separating it so that we can explain it well. Amen. As you are there, there's also another part of you. Your mind and your emotions, very real. Very real. They are very real. They are very much a part of you. Have you seen anybody that the mind is not working? If the mind is not working, spirit can be okay, body can be okay, but there's chaos. Look, many of the madmen, they are very healthy, very, if you like, don't, don't fight them. If you try to fight them, they will actually beat you. And they will succeed. You would have thought that they are not getting as good food as you or so. They, oh, they don't go to hospital. They don't drink this medicine. Corona, Corona, I doubt they catch it. <laughs> no vaccine. There's no vaccine. Nothing. They are there. And some live long. Hey, body is strong. Amen. But there is a mind and there are emotions and they are here, your soul. And even in the Bible, the, the Bible says these two, they are so put together and so close together, it's only the word of God that can separate them. You don't know your scripture. What does it say? The word, it is powerful. Like a two-edged sword dividing asunder Exactly. The soul and the spirit. Are you seeing it? So you can't easily separate those two things. That's why even in the Bible, cry, soul, spirit, soul, spirit. But we see it in this scripture, and we just in 1 Thessalonians 5, 23. So we know it will help you to understand the concept of God. When you are talking about Jesus and the Holy Spirit, very difficult to 
You can't really differentiate. Yeah. But as for your body, it's your body. Who they agree? It will disgrace you. Doesn't matter if you are the Pope. If you leave this body to show you where to go and what to do. Hey. So what has happened is this. When you gave your life to Christ, as for body, the same. Unchangeable. Unshakable. Forever as it is. You see, if you accept that your body doesn't change, you will keep it under. You will never say, oh, media, no, 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 I never do such things. You know, it's above, it's above me. Hey. 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 Oh, you know, the Bible says I'm a new creation. All things have passed away. Yes, it is true. You are new. But the part of you that is new is not this one. It's not this one. It is this one. Okay, arise. When you gave your life to Christ, the old passed away. That was your spirit. And he gave you a new spirit. And that's why he taught us that which is born of the flesh is flesh. So the body is the same. But that which is born of the spirit is spirit. If only you can understand this one, you will understand why you must be born again. Because some of you, Makasasa, you still today. It's not the first time I'm showing you this, this demonstration. And I keep doing it in the hopes that something will click in you. That, hmm, I'm not born again. I better stop feeling embarrassed and go and receive Christ so that my spirit will change. Amen. So now, here you are. Your spirit is born again, but your spirit is a child, is a baby. I think you should sit on the carpet. It will show us how baby you are. What chance does that spirit have against this body? Just look at it even physically. What chance does he have? <laughs> if we say that this spirit and this body here are going to have a match right now, all hold, no holds bad. They can use, they can kick, they can uh, in the pack. What chance does that spirit have? <laughs> and that is why we learned the first principle last week. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you grow up spiritually. Only if you grow up. At this stage, it cannot work. It cannot work. Albert, come. Just come. Just stand here for me. No, 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 you'll be here. You feed your spirit, it becomes like this. Does this one not have a chance to take on the body? I said, does he not have a chance? You have fed your spirit. Your spirit has grown. I mean, height alone can be intimidating. Yeah, but you have left your spirit to be a baby. Is that young man sleeping? Yeah. Ah, sit well, please. Thank you. So, Oko, come back. So, last week I shared with you. I'm just recapping. Sit on the carpet a little for me. And I'm sharing with you that what does a baby bring to a house? Apart from happiness. Even that one cry, you can get to a point where you're not sure. Because, Chaliadia, your friend is stressed. You thought you were stressed. You now know stress. But they bring happiness. But do they influence the family budget? Um, if the light bill is finished, will they contribute even 20 pesos? Oh, I'm asking, 20 pesos? Okay. If you are busy and you say, hold this for me, 
Can they hold? In terms of contribution to nothing. And that is how it is for you when you leave your spirit to be a baby. When you don't develop it, because you haven't developed it, Satan cry when he's coming, then knock he can give you. What's the hell? Because, Charlie, because that's why, you know these stories we've been hearing, a house, they put CCTV camera, then they come and tell us the story about how the maid servant did this to the child, did, did that. How can the maid servant do that to the heir of the... She can do it because it's a baby. Some of you, those spiritual experiences that you are having, you are always afraid. Something knocked my door. It's a sign. It's a sign. I said it is what? Yeah. It's a sign. Because the word of God, even in the mouth of a baby, is the word of God. In the name of Jesus, even in the mind of a child, he said, so he is beating you because you have not developed yourself spiritually. Prayer meeting, you won't come. Pray in your house, oh hey. Just a walk up, roaming prophet to be. Rankanchera will say, oh yeah, well, grandmothers, grandfather, granddaughters. So bring me 2,000 cities and I'll do for you. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? You are very quiet. Are you here? Or oh, you are annoyed with me? Let me show you that it's a scripture. First Corinthians 3, 1 to 2. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. I couldn't talk to you like a spiritual person. Why? Even as unto babes in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hitherto you were not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. So I tried to teach you something. You couldn't get it because you were a baby. Do you think I can teach Oko the things I can teach this, this guy? Why? He said, I'm a little boy. And if he was a baby, it would be even worse. I hope you're understanding. Yeah, he won't understand. And when you are like this, that's when you come and sit. What do babies do? Nah, nah, nah. Everything you are crying, every day you are, you are offended. Every day. Yeah. It's one of the things children, babies and children do. Or you haven't seen it. Oh, the thing is good for you. Hmm. Yeah, always crying. Always complaining. If you find yourself like that in your relationship to God, it's a sign to you that you are a baby Christian. You're a baby. Are you here? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Hey. Hmm. Chari. Hmm. Anyway, let us continue. And the Bible says in Hebrews 5.12, for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that someone should teach you again. Town Church, many of you by this time should also have been gathering three, four, five people bringing them to church. You have been in the church for a long time. You have heard word, but somebody must still come and wake you up. Because you persist and insist on being a baby. If they don't bring you to church, you won't come. And because of that, the church cannot grow because it is expensive. And if we, <laughs> we don't come for you, you will not come. How then do we go for another one? Who is a baby? How? How? 
And when we stand to preach the truth, no, you bore. Hmm. No, it's, it's true. It's true. Ashes, please, you are distracting me. If she needs help, just help her. She's not well. Give her help to go. Okay. Father, we ask that you intervene in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm not so sure what's going on with her. Let's continue. Principle number two. After you are born again, a great change will come in your life if you renew your mind with the word of God. We spoke about this also last week. That surprisingly, for this mind, the spirit to grow, we need to affect this mind. Things affect your mind. Where you live affects your mind. Some of these children here, if we ask them to choose first choice school, JSS, They'll choose what? What? Sakafia. That's all they know. They don't even know that there's a better school. Because the eye cannot see what the mind does not know. So they don't know it. The only thing they know is some Sakafia school, something, 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 something. Are you here? Some of them, if you ask them, what do you want to be in future? Those are mates. Mate, <laughs> trot trot mate, because uh, Aboboya, Aboboya is a step higher. At least Charlie, at least I'm a sister. I'm going oh. because the mind, the mind, the mind does not know. So it's not that they are bad. That's all. That's why as a church we try to expose your mind to more things. See that there's more life. There's more, more choices. Eh? Wash one dress because you didn't know that it's possible to wear another. You didn't know. Amen. And that has to do with the mind. And that's why the Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. There are people who in their mind, they think a marriage is war. It's a war they will bring forth. They will quarrel when they should quarrel. They will quarrel when they shouldn't quarrel. Oh. Because Charlie... Marriage, dear. Ah, you have not heard people, some people, that if they don't beat them, it means they don't love them. It's the mind. It's the mind. They are beating you. I've already lost one tooth. You say it's love. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Forgive me. It's a very bad thing I'm laughing at. But the reason I'm saying is that when they even come to help you, you go. You go. We said that, oh, oh, this is sad. Oh, he'll change. And you, the sister or friend, will betide you if you take them from there. But what money? You see, I was in my house. You came. You came and removed me from there. Hey. You see, the mind. The mind. The mind. One day, a certain madman joined the race. <laughs> You see, again, the mind, he joined the race. And I tell you, we said they are strong. He was well able to run the race. But when they did, I don't know, Pete, as people took up this way. The mind. Were the legs not working? Were the arms not working? Could he not have run for it? But 
as the others were going this way, his mind said, go that way. And <laughs> so what I'm sharing with you is that it's what's in your mind that is causing some things. So some of us, in your mind, I'm from a poor family, in your mind, everywhere you go, you see poverty in your mind. The eye cannot see what the mind does not know until you take the word of God and you open the word of God and the word of God tells you that the cattle on a thousand hills are for me. Come and ask and I will give. It will enter. Until you open another place and it says you're little, bring 10%. I will use that 10% to open the windows of heaven and pour down an overflowing blessing over you so much that you'll not be able to withstand it. As you begin to read that word, it begins to be like a new cassette in your head. What has happened? You are reprogramming. Reprogramming. Town Church, you have to reprogram your mind. I said you have to reprogram your mind. Some of you have been in this church when we started building. There was not one car here. And I used to say the car park would be full. Today you are not seeing the cars because we parked them outside because of the chairs. It is happening. And it's the same you. It's the same you. I said it's the same you. So stop filling your mind with what will not help you. Fill it with the word of God. The last time I counted, I had gone to about 30-something countries. I am also the daughter of two civil servants who didn't have much. Please, are we not the daughters of two civil servants? They couldn't have afforded a, a, a plane ticket. So how did you go? Look for your word. I said, look for your word. Yes whatsoever things you desire when you pray believe and you receive it I, I, I like to travel I believed and I traveled hey are you there or you're not minding me again you are annoyed you see you are annoyed it's your mind it's your mind I tell you it's your mind why are you angry I said the word of God that is what would fill this mind. Why are you sleeping around? Why are you mind your mind? It's your mind. Your mind says when I'm 12 years old, I can sleep with a man. It's the greatest issue we have with the young people. All my friends are pregnant. Me too, I want a baby. It's your mind. But open the Bible and see hope for yourself. See something different. And that's why the third principle we are talking about today. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you listen to a lot of preaching. A lot of preaching. Romans 10, 17 says that for faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The problem is that you come to church and church is just about two hours every Sunday. So after you leave, the truth is you forget. So if you don't help yourself to get hold of the message easily on the podcast and listen and listen and listen again, nothing will change. Nothing will change. Take us to Mark chapter 4. 
The sower sows the word. This morning I've been a farmer just sowing the word. Sowing the word, sowing the word, sowing the word. But some of you, even before you climb on the bus, the Bible says that the devil comes to take that word away. So that's why you are not changing. You have even forgotten what we preached about. When you get home, they ask you, what were, hey, it's a preacher, no? Pastor, no, what's saying? You see, hmm, bibi, bibi, oh. Bibi, bibi, hmm. Number side, oh, hmm. They danced behind it. That's all. That's all. That's all. They said there's another group of people. They, they enjoyed the preaching. But they didn't have a root. Your Christianity is like water. It doesn't have a root. So, when some small trouble comes, some small trouble, I said, this God, the Quran, that we are serving. This God, <laughs> it says affliction or persecution anything when it comes up no pay you bought. you've forgotten the word another group and the third group that is what we have most here the cares of this world hey, my business must work my studies must go on so you have heard the word oh. but the cares of this world the way that when you finish eating today, you don't know what is happening tomorrow. That is what is on your mind. Cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of riches. I thought you thought that when you have money, you'll be happy. It's a deceitfulness. It's a deceitfulness. I tell you, in the hospital, I saw rich people dying. You are quiet now. Yeah. It's not money. People were praying for me. And one dawn, I was woken up by an angel. And I saw the angel run into a room. And then he said, he gave me some message about something. But then he said, don't worry about yourself, you're okay. Can't you hear the prayer? Can you not hear the prayer? It's for you. And I heard prayer like the sound of a waterfall. Just passing like that. A few days before I was released, a nurse came, we had a conversation about something. And I told her, you know, we talked. And then she said to me, you don't understand that you are a testimony. She said, chiefs, rich men, politicians, doctors, pastors, rich men, we have seen them all here. Understand that you are a testimony as you are alive because people preach. Don't bring yourself. It's not money. That's why it's called the deceitfulness. How, how do you pay people to pray for you? They'll collect their money and forget the hour they should pray. Hmm. That's why the Bible calls the deceitfulness of riches. It's a, it's a fallacy. And the last of other things. Some of you young people, you are already gambling. Your friend is saying. Your friend is saying. My bet. Jackpot. I will get something. And your problem oh. Doesn't bring anything. The last of other things, it enters and it chokes the word. So you love coming to to, to church, but by the time you go and see my bed, you know, now when it will last ten cities, you put it there. You see, the worst thing is that they will allow you to win some two hundred. Two hundred, but say ah, Melissa, two hundred and two hundred, and the two thousand, but naturally, I'm gone. Before you are aware, you are in debt, and they will collect it. I said the word. Yeah. 
But what happens? The word that you are hearing, it becomes unfruitful. So you are in church one year, five years, ten years, twelve years, but it, there is no fruit. The, 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 the spirit is still weak and hungry and cannot do much. And that is why the enemy is walking through your house misbehaving. Listen, if you think our enemy is not an enemy, ask your neighbor, do you know who the enemy is? Hey, if you leave him, are you here? Amen. I'm showing you what will make things change and what will make you change. Principle number four. After you are born again, a great change will come into your life if you change your friends. 1 Corinthians 15.33 says, don't be deceived. Bad company. Oh, I beg you, please cooperate with me. 33, please. 3.3. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Chese, we and papa you are a correct person. Now, so what down for four? What down for four? They will spoil you. Some of you gaming boys, is it not your friend who took you there? They even gave you the first 10 CDs. So, say the first five CDs, and you started. You have a problem with drink. It's your friend who started it with you. Yeah, it's your friends. And so now you have given your life to Christ. So let me just say something. If your best friend is not here or in a similar church with word and what, if your best friend is not also in another Christian church, you are in trouble. I say you are what? You are in trouble. Sooner or later, they will take you out. Because already... You are working or schooling in an environment that's not in your control. So you have enough unbelievers around you. But if you choose that the people who are close to you are going to be people who don't respect God, don't love God, you will actually fall. Yeah. Because in your day of trouble, in your day of trouble, what they will say to you will make you leave. what they will say to you. Make you stop praying. Make you stop talking to God. Some of you, your whole day, you are just talking about what is not important. Hey. Hmm. Are you there? You are selling in the market. Gossiping. Insults. Because of the friends you have. Because of what? The friends you have. Ask your neighbor, who are your friends? Hmm. I'm looking at you, I'm like, hmm. Your friends, so important. So important. What do your friends tell you? When you are crying, what do they say? There have been tears in my house this week because my older sister passed away unexpectedly on Monday. I didn't have any friend who came. Yeah, but what? Uh, 
Uh, my sister, did you have any such visitors? Because may, uh, maybe I didn't know. I didn't see them. I had friends crying like I was crying and telling me, but God is still there. God is still on, her, on the throne. Thank God she was a believer. She died as a believer. Mommy is okay. She's in heaven. It's all right. We will meet again. That's what my friends were telling me. Some of you, if it were you, by this time, you have worn your cloth to sit in your house. You won't come to church for the next three months. By the time you come, spirit in the room. Have you seen how you are quiet? Oh, goodness gracious. Don't let me start. Don't let me start. Why not? <laughs> are you here? But there are people on my left, on my right, in front, behind, all of them speaking word of God, playing a song, putting something, talking. There's ah, by all means, I'll be standing. Who'll be around you? Because as for the evil day, it comes. Oh, we are so full. We are there. You let me say, Pope, no cry. As for the evil day comes, rich man, you will have a day when things are not going as they are going. What will your friend say to you? I'm asking you. I said, what will your friend say to you? I kept getting calls. Every call I got, God is alive. It is well. You'll be okay. Don't be down. God, and they will quote scripture to me. And the scripture will give some strength. What would they be saying to you? <laughs> are you here I'm asking you a question why then do you mourn as an unbeliever who has no hope it's because your friends are unbelievers without hope and they give you that hope when you are down because the truth is you are down I look at you hmm. <sighs> Are you here? My sister had gone to the hospital. She hadn't reached home. She came home to hear that the person she has just seen, kaput. The following day was my husband's 60th birthday. <laughs> my in-laws, their children, and my children, they had arrived 60 years. And they were just standing there. And all of us. Then my in-laws said, no, 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 no. We can't continue with this 60th. It's okay. We will understand. I say you can't continue what? We are continuing. I say, you see, don't let them laugh at us in heaven. Eh? This is my sister. She has gone. She's eating breakfast with Jesus Christ because she arrived there before lunch. And they'll be looking at us. She has just met my parents. And you are coming to cancel. It's going on. It's going on. And it went on. Because life must go on. Not because you don't feel. Oh. If I sit down to feel, Hey, I say if I sit down to feel, preaching cry won't preach. If I sit, I sit down. Somebody called me and said, Oh, have the night of remembrance. I said, mm. First, I like the idea. I said, No, mm -mm, it will hurt too much. I can't do it. So we'll do memorial service after. Are you here? I'm just sharing something with you. Some things I say them here, the children, I don't say it in their service. 
<laughs> but I'm sharing to you, with you the value of spiritual friends. The value. Who would have been beside you in the day that midnight, because for me it was midnight, I don't know what it is. It was, we are still inside. Who? What, what, what? Who would have spoken to you? Oh, Pastor, so are you saying that you shouldn't cry? Hey. Ah. If tears could have brought her back, we have cried enough of it, I tell you. And we have more to go. But I'm trying to share with you the value of a friend who believes like you believe. A friend who will open the Bible and who will speak to you in the middle of your pain and who will reach somewhere and you just feel strength enter you. And you are standing. You are standing. Wounded but standing. Bleeding but standing. Crying but standing. In pain but standing. So you're just moving. Don't give the Satan the pleasure of seeing you finished. Don't give him that pleasure. Amen. And I'm asking you today, who is your friend? Because if your friend is not correct, it will affect you. Today, my prayer for you is that you will find a friend, a proper friend, who will stand by you and will believe. Sometimes it's not a death. Sometimes you invested your money and everything is gone. Things didn't go as you, I think you get me. That friend will not come and say, Charlie, you will get enough. No, 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 no. The friend will tell you, just, just hold strong. You see, and remind you of your tithe. And tell you that your tithe is like a check that you have posted up. Oh, uh, you, you didn't know. Ah, stand there and tell them, please. I need a withdrawal. I need a withdrawal today, 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 today. I need a yes. I need it today. I need it, Lord. As for my type, you know, I've been sending it to you. Promised that you were going to do this, please. I need it, and watch and see whether He will do. Just watch. A friend will remind you. I say, a friend will what? A friend will remind you. My prayer for you is that you will experience a great change. A great change. From today, it's not FM that should be on at home. Let the preaching flow. I said, let the preaching flow. Sometimes Satan is just passing by. He wanted to enter your house, but what he heard, that he will change his mind. <laughs> let it just flow. Let it just flow. Hallelujah. And then your friends. Your friends. I thank God for my friends. This week, I've thanked God for them so much. My friends, it is okay. It is well. Stand to your feet. Wow. Hallelujah. Today, I want you to just pray for yourself and say, Lord, I want to change. I want to change. I want to change. Lord, thank you for the change that has happened so far. How many of us have seen some change to a point? You've reached somewhere. But how many of us want to say, Lord, I need to see a great change more? more. Just talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Talk to him for a few minutes. Talk to the Lord for a few minutes this afternoon.
Oh yes, I see a great change coming your way. As you speak to the Lord, things are being set in place. I see that young man close the door over that young lady. I see that young lady close the door over that guy. I see a change coming. I see a change coming. Those who steal will steal no more. Those who lie will lie no more. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I see God giving you godly friends spiritual friends, people who will lift you by the word of God. Receive them this afternoon. Receive them this afternoon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Receive them. We give you praise. Since I met God, oh, there's been a great change. Change since I met God. There's a great change since I met God. Come on, you want to tell your neighbor the things I used to do? I do them. No more. Tell your neighbor the things I used to say. I say them no more. I say them no more. The friends I used to have. Friends I used to I have. I have them no more. I have them no more. There's a great change since I got. Father, thank you for every change that has come in our lives since you, we met you. We pray that we will change even more. Your word says, let this mind be in us, which also is in Christ Jesus. Change us and change us and change us until our mind is like the mind of Christ. Thank you for the opportunity. Grant us godly friends. Help us to love people who love you. And let us draw them close to affect our lives. Thank you for every godly friend. In Jesus' name. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here today and you have not given your life to Jesus. I need you to do so. It's the beginning. Don't do not fool yourself that you can go to heaven without Christ. Oh, please. 
Don't say, I've been in church all my life, I beg you. It is not being in church that saves you. Being in church is, a, is an after product. Rather, it's Jesus who died for you that you must receive. And so you are here today and you are saying, I think I need to give my life to Christ. Yes, I've been here all this time, but I didn't know. But today, I want to give my life to Christ. Or you're just saying that I want to get that change and it's ch the change starts with Jesus. You are here today, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Just lift up that right hand where you are standing. Just lift it up that I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Just lift up that right hand where you are. Just lift it up. Just lift it up. You want to receive Jesus. You want to receive Jesus. Wherever you are, just come. I see one hand, I see two. Just come. Just come and join me here. Let us pray. Just come. Oh, just come. Your heart is beating as Jesus is saying to you, all is not well. Just come. Let us pray together. Just come. God bless you. You may even be somebody working in church already. Or you grew up in, the, in church. But no church can save you because no church died for you. God bless you, young man. God bless you. Come on. God bless you. Just come. Just come. You've never given your life to Christ. Or you are backslidden so much you are not sure. Don't leave here unsure. Come and join this young man. Hallelujah. Today we're going to pray. I'm going to pray with this young man. I'm just reminded of a certain pastor who went to preach somewhere. And when he went to preach, there was snow. He got to the church and there was only one person. He preached to the one person. The person gave his life to Christ. And the pastor went back home thinking that Uncle Ye, that one person was Billy Graham. So this afternoon, as this young man stands here before us, I want to believe that God has great things for him. Yeah. Amen. Young man, I want you to join me. I want you to pray after, with, after the, these words after me. And in the congregation, help him to pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for this young man that you'll be with him, watch him, even as today. We don't often get just one person, but today you brought him alone. Let it, a certain power fall on him. Let his life be changed. Let it be a significant day not only in his life, but for all of Christendom. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter, at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-A-C. God richly bless you.